0: Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James. He, him. I'm a queer, political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blurred. That's a, um, black nerd. And each week, I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news, pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. On this week's Minority Corner Rewind, we are rewinding way back in time, y'all. We are just going to flip it up and reverse it way back in time, going back to a corner all the way from episode three. Ugh. Early on in the Minority Corner journey, such babes with uh, the whole world ahead of us. We had no idea what lay ahead back in two thousand the summer of 2015, but you can't even trust that there was still some bullshit going on, because uh, racism has always been there, and we've always... Been talking about it. So I was inspired to take us back to this corner specifically, because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, back when Glory was here and she was talking about the history of the Dominican Republic and she mentioned Hispaniola and maybe you weren't sure what that was, or maybe you recall, maybe you actually were with us five years ago and you remember us talking about it, but maybe you don't really remember all the details about it or what its history was Essentially, Hispaniola is now what is known as Haiti and the Dominican Republic, and its history is wild i don't want to give anything away because the naked does such a fabulous job of just breaking it down and helping us understand that even in 2015 we see the ramifications are still running and then five years later 2020 like little to nothing has actually really changed and how the country is running today how the countries are running today and how haiti in itself is viewed and treated today the history is it's wild. So also, there's some pop culture goodies that kick off this corner around the BET Awards of 2015. In some ways, such a, a simpler time. So there's those golden nuggets that we tangent on in the very beginning. So that'll be fun. And sidebar, the audio. Remember, this is episode three. This is like going back and watching the first few episodes of the first two or three seasons of The Simpsons. Like, quality is not, you know... It's, it's things evolve, budgets come in, people get better at doing their, uh, technical, uh, aspects of, of it. So we have definitely grown, uh, as you can see, I hope you can hear that. And so the audio is not as good. We didn't have the equipment that we have now. This is pre max fun days for sure. Also it took until guest Ryan Christo would come on a few episodes later, who he is a musician understands microphones. And he let us know that, Hey, our mics had been pointing the wrong direction. So, oh, the growing pains of doing a podcast, but the information is still great and wonderful. So, don't let that scamper you away. Also, to pause in the action, I do say something. Again, we're just running a mile a minute as we're talking. And I wanted to pause in the action that I refer, when I'm talking about immigration, I refer um, to the US and I say, you know, something to the fact that, you know, none of us are from here. And of course, what I meant is, Uh, None of us who are not of First Nations lineage. So I just wanted to put that out there. I don't want to disrespect any of our First Nations folks who y'all are the originals, like holding it down. Love you. Solidarity. Allies for y'all. We're in this together. And then stick around at the very end. I have our review and tweet of the week and a teaser of what's to come for Friday's episode. So much goodness coming at you right now on this week's minority quarter rewind it's time to learn laugh and play let's go do Wait, going now to a fun you, corner now
1: you're singing the intro i thought we
0: oh i wanted to give you some music oh, okay. what fun corner are we going to next okay we're
1: going to the islands Ooh. Is Inter- international corner oh
0: is janet jackson there no oh
1: but she did win an award at the BET awards uh, ah yeah, yeah she did, did. She, she looked, looked amazing in that white jumpsuit
0: but i was also gonna be like i don't want to talk about how amazing she looks because i feel like women are always like oh look how good she looks hey when you look that good, you look you good. Got, so. She's
1: 49, she looks great. Oh my god, and she's got like old school Janet Jackson. I know, hair. she got her curly weave back oh, in, so good. rocking her jumpsuit, and married to a billionaire. Don't give a shit. Pete Diddy fell in a hole, he did, I'm sorry. and then little Kim popped out of that hole.
0: The beat, this is the BT Awards. Please go YouTube all of it. This is the Again, best thing this ever. This is the
1: BT corner, Tracy Ellis Ross, my patron oh. saint of everything she's amazing she's amazing through hella shade at Tyga and chris brown just google it look it up good because why up. is
0: he why is chris brown even still invited to this award show i can't even like think. i saw him in the audience clapping for janet jackson i was like just you sit down out of here like, You sit down oh one last thing yes uh who is it? not little kid Ooh. uh Nicki minaj Nicki minaj yeah. where she was <laughs> she won an award and she didn't even know what it was for she okay. was like thank look- y'all for this <laughs> award
1: what is uh, this for what is this award
0: and rihanna threw money at the, she yeah, money. she was angry. She threw money at the face of the, like, the, producer, yeah. executive producer of BET. That was a great award show. It was
1: good. BET awards never disappoint. Always you see so good. If you want some black people acting crazy.
0: I do have to say, though, they did, like, the Janet Jackson icon dance performance. I heard performance. it wasn't that good. It was, but I feel like it was literally a repeat of when MTV did the icon so, you know. Janet dance performance, Mm-mm. except they didn't have Pink in it, because she's a terrible dancer. <laughs> Uh Why is pink in it? But they literally did almost the same number, so it was like a little embarrassing.
1: See, I didn't even click on that.
0: I mean, it's worth it. recap. Sierra did a good job. Sierra's great. Jason Derulo and some woman named Tanisha.
1: Oh, Tanisha. Yeah. She's She's fierce. She's a singer.
0: She did the Maya dance. Well, (gasps) Maya did Pleasure Principal dance, the solo. Uh And I was like, but Maya already did it. I
1: know. Where is Maya? Maya, I miss you. Nobody likes her. She's I a liked mean, her. But she's a mean person. Oh, she's mean? You see
0: that face? She's always got that. She has a stank face. She has Megan Good face. She does. I'm sorry. Where are we going?
1: We are going to the islands. Okay, we- we're in the <laughs> islands. That was <laughs> is a brief back. stop at the BET this corner. It was good. And now we're back. Okay, so we're going to go to the island of Hispaniola. I don't know where that is. Yes, you do. Oh. But I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. So we're going to go in a little quick detour into a prehistory corner, just so you know some basic facts about Hispaniola.
0: Basic facts.
1: Say it with me. Hispaniola. Hispaniola.
0: hispidi over. Okay. You know so, I can't <laughs> pronounce words. I can still not pronounce Ballas Mice Howard. Terrence <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Howard's daughter. Ballas- I like He's <laughs> Bidimona. Okay. Okay, so Hispaniola is the second largest island in the Caribbean after Cuba. Oh. Alright? So, it is the size of, it's like 29 square miles, 29,000 square miles. I can't
0: even comprehend that.
1: Let me help you with that. Okay. California is 169,000 square miles. So, they're not as big as us. No. So, you can squeeze a couple Hispaniolas into California. Ooh, you can squeeze a
0: couple of Hispaniolas in (laughs) me. I
1: don't know if you want that. Okay. So, Hispaniola was basically. I'm just going to run through some quick little facts. Give it to us. Give us the facts.
0: Give us just the facts, ma'am. The
1: native people, the Taino, they um, come from the Arawak. Okay. Okay. And so they're native there. Mm -hmm. Um, Spanish came to the island as they do during colonial periods and took it over. Took it over. They put a flag down. Put a flag down, like, spread flag. their diseases, just spread them around, just like... Here you go. Wiped out 90% of the This is the such a story. Can we go back to it's the, it's the regular. Okay. It's the normal. We already know It's this. the America's story. Hmm. And then they pretty much wiped out the rest of them with um, slavery. So they're like, we need some people. So they got some slaves, okay, and a little conflict happened because the French ended up there and the Spanish were there. French and Spanish were like, "Hey, we want this," and then they reached an agreement where the Spanish took two thirds, and it became the Dominican Republic. Ah, uh, the other I've heard of that place. The other one third was called Haiti. Oh my god, yes. yes. I've been to Haiti. You've been yeah, because I used the, to work
0: on Royal Caribbean cruise line and it's so fucked up because Royal Caribbean owns like a small section of the beach. Yeah. And people are like, all the white folks are like, I've finally been to Haiti. Mm-mm. And it's like like it's like Disneyland. Right. I mean, it's like ridiculous. I'm like, this is not where they live on no. these water slides. <laughs> I know.
1: Sorry. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'd like to bring up the point. That, um, so Dominican Republic, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but just think of it as the normal chucking along, has slaves, Spanish communities, so they're considered Latino, they speak Spanish over there. Right. Haiti, French-owned, French-colonized, slaves over there too, but French Afro, they speak French over there, um, and in 1794, because of the French Revolution... They were like, we don't like slaves no more. So they abolished slavery.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome. And that's well before they, right? the U.S.
1: But hold on to your panties because Napoleon came in. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so short. In 1803, I believe. 1803, Napoleon was like, I want slaves again. No, God. Ugh. He's always had something to prove, didn't he? Yes. Oh my gosh. I Go so, away. So, uh, oh, 1802. That's when Napoleon was like... Even worse. It was I a know. year earlier than you, I thought it was. Because of this, black people were upset. Of course. French, the Haitian Haitian populations that were emancipated black slaves, they were like, hold up. They were like, viva no. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they revolted. Of course. Good. And they won! Yay! We yes. yes! Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Yeah, so they were the first successful slave revolt to actually win and become a free nation. Get it? They should which have is their own football amazing. Team or something. But they have like a football team called the Slaves. No, that'd be terrible. Okay. I'm surprised there is one in slaves, America yeah. named back.
0: I'm surprised we have like the Redskins. I know, right? All kinds of things. Mm, the Sambo Vikings, which raid and pillage. I know. And you, you remember in UC Santa Cruz, we could never do anything that was pirate-themed, not even space pirates, because UC Santa Cruz was very PC. I love Santa and so Cruz. so they were like, no, pirates rape and pillage. And we're like, even space pirates? They were like, like even yes. space
1: pirates. Pillaging those planets. Damn it. Okay. So, um, they revolted, and um, they became an independent nation in 1804. Mm. So, good job, Haitians, awesome. right? Awesome. Well done. No. So basically, because they won, everybody else was like, oh, hold up. We don't want to encourage this. So United States and European powers refused to recognize Haiti and did a embargo against the country. And um, France, in addition, demanded high payments for compensation to slave owners who lost their property. And Haiti was saddled with unmanageable debt. For decades, making it the poorest country in the Americas.
0: Well, no wonder. That just explains so much. No wonder why it's such a poor country. Exactly. Everybody fucked it over. Because they
1: were like, oh shit, we don't want our slaves to figure out that they could do this. So we're going to just like push this little country aside.
0: And now they're like dependent on like the little bit of tourism that they do get. Like it makes it so hungry for it and and keeps them poor. And the only thing that they can do is work those stupid tourist jobs selling. Braid in the white lady's hairs yes, with the beads. <laughs> and they so all come can- back.
1: So now you understand a little bit about why Haiti's so poor. It's
0: so sad.
1: Right? Okay, so. And let's fast forward a little bit to when that big giant earthquake happened and why Jean used all his money and tried to run for whatever president. It was terrible. So that's why Haiti was so destroyed and Dominican Republic was okay. Because the infrastructure of Haiti, because it was so poor, just crumbled to pieces. Ugh. Meanwhile Dominican Republic is like, hey, hey, we're doing fine. Now we're okay. Yeah. So here's the issue that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. And I don't necessarily have any like reason things that we can do. Hey, you're not running for president. I'm not. You're just putting the questions out there. I'm putting it out there. I think we should we need to know about international things that are happening. Because we not ne- like that's
0: stuff I feel like I should have learned in history. Right. You would I think so. 30 years old now. Yeah, you and I just found all
1: this out. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, that's what I'm here for. So, okay, this I cannot even believe what's happening. My heart can't take this. You can handle it. You can handle it. You can handle it. Hold hold your butt. Okay, and my panties. Yeah, hold your panties in your butt. They're pink. Mm. Pink panties. Okay, moving on to pink panties. So, because of the earthquake, because of the poverty, because it's literally right next to it, and remember the whole island of Hispaniola, which has both Haiti and Dominican Republic several of them can fit into California. So they're in close proximities. Yeah. A lot of Haitians have been going over to the the DR. They've been like, that place looks kind of nice. We're basically the same people. (laughs) Let me go over there. And the Dominican Republic is like, uh, 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 uh. Stay out of here. Get out of here. So, um, an estimated 460,000 Haitian migrants live in the Dominican Republic. Okay? So... So basically, the Dominican Republic just passed a law that says if you cannot prove that you have a drop of Dominican blood in you and you came to Dominican Republic after 1929, Mm. we're going to kick you out. We're going to deport you. So... Like, how are they... Are they blood-testing everybody? But here's also the thing. Remember the Arawak Indians? Yeah. Those are the only true Dominican Republic people because everybody else, Spanish, French, black people,
0: you're not from that island. So there's, like, only 10% of people who would... Because they killed, like, 90% of them. So right? everybody... Then the people who are making these rules, they should then read the rules and be like... Oh, fuck. I gotta uh, go. Damn, that's me. I gotta get oh, off this bye. island. I shouldn't have made the
1: stupid rule. I know, exactly. So, this is what's going on right now. It just got passed. Um, only, I think, only out of that 460,000 Haitians, Dominican officials have said 10,000 have been able to provide the documents for immigration. Wow. Just 10,000. So, everybody else, they're deporting. There's a lot of hate crimes going on over in the Dominican Republic right now against Haitians. Right. It's almost, and I hate to to use this because there's, of course, it's two different cultures, it's two different types of people, but they're so close in this island, it's almost... Well, this might be offensive, but I'm just gonna say it. It's almost like if Northern Californians and Southern Californians started, like... Doing this to each other—it's that close. When you start
0: blaming and like, or here you already have like you know economics and money really stresses people out. So you've already got this like impoverished nation, and then you're trying to find a scapegoat and saying this is the problem. This group of people are the problem. When that the problem is so deep rooted to something so far else, yeah. And it's like I don't really understand things like immigration <laughs> of like how especially the I Americas, know. the Americas in general, yeah. None of us are are from here, no. And so it's so weird to claim. Like this is our space, and like even California, this was like Mexico for the longest time. And then everyone's like, "Get out of here, Mexicans!" Well, not everybody, but stupid Fox are like, yes. "Get out of here!"
1: But it's like, come on, but hello, this we all theirs. And also, this is like it's land; it's not. It's like yeah. there should be no ownership, really, you really,
0: trying You should better go live wherever wherever you want.
1: Oh my god, it's ridiculous. So. Basically I just wanted to bring this attention to everybody because this is genocide that's happening yes. and nobody's really talking about it in the news nobody's really like trying to spread awareness or um, get in there. Right. I want to also bring this up because I feel like a lot of our policies here as a as United States Nations will go into a country if they have something valuable for us.
0: Well, that's like literally when you were saying this, I was like, this is, we're not going to do anything. No. Our country won't do a flying thing. Nope. We're just going to be talking about Donald Trump
1: and Hillary right. Clinton. And, and, and we're responsible and for Kim this. Harkashian. Way, 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 way back in oh. 1804. We were the ones who were like, no, we're not going to trade with you. We're not giving you any money. Yeah. We essentially got the ball rolling. Right. Because we were scared that black slaves, American slaves, would be like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me revolt against you guys.
0: We're not going <laughs> to... It's so sad. We're not going to do anything. But you know what? Guess yeah. what? Terminator is coming out this weekend. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the shift. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, There's
1: going to be like so many uh, look different at that, like, distractions. That crazy
0: woman who thinks she's black.
1: I know. Look at that Rachel D. Look at Rachel D. Like, at Rachel D. Don't like pay attention a to distraction. Haiti. No, I, know. I don't know. So, but also, one last thing that I want to bring up I want to say that a country's policies do not reflect entirely on the people. So, like, don't all of a sudden start doing hate crimes against Dominican Republic people that are here in the United oh my States.
0: God. Do you think our listeners would do that? No, Fuck I hope you not. If you would. But just okay. in case we have don't that one that. random
1: racist, curious <sighs> racist listening to our podcast. I can think of one. Hi, curious racist. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're listening. Wonderful. Don't do but, it. Don't you dare. But I you will know, find you. A lot of that happens. Like, I mean, look at World War II, where like Japanese Americans were interned because
0: interns. I love an internship. <laughs> They were interns
1: for the war. Oh my God! Good for Termit them. Termite Oh, that's different. Yes. So don't blame the people. Blame the government. <laughs> blame America. Yeah so oh, no. i don't know what to spread the news yeah. get awareness out there and maybe we can maybe sort of brainstorm of like what
0: to do now we're would
1: just... be a time to do an embargo against the dominican republic yeah because
0: like yeah we should say you're doing some fucked up shit and we're not gonna be able to work with you goodbye yes bye <laughs> Let's don't go help like the haiti people. portion because like
1: 1929
0: that's not fair Right? And like, they're gonna be, like, in just like, I mean, you're literally, are gonna be putting like stamps and stickers on people and stuff of like, Great. having to check through that, that just like, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. It sounds
1: very familiar to World War Two. I know. So, uh, get your act together, DR. We're watching you. We're watching you. you <laughs> are fucked up. Haitians are cool people too, except for Boycliffe Jean. Oh, I can't even go there. But the what, Fugees. What, you don't like, he, Fujis are great, but he's the one that after the earthquake, he was like, I'm gonna run, give me all your money, and then he took the money and ran. Oh, that's what happened? Yes! I thought he just lost. No, and Wasn't he also- Wasn't Hill his running mate? No. Because I would have voted for that. He if
0: you wanna, dated if you Lauren be Hill somebody, and
1: another woman at the same time.
0: Oh, you don't do that to Lauren Hill. Because if you want to be somebody, Who you if you want to go somewhere- Where you want to go. You better wake up and pay attention.
1: What
0: is that from? Sister Act 2. Oh, you know, Back be, in the Habit. You know they're doing a reboot. I don't like it. As if that story needed to be retold in another way. Without Whoopi... I get retelling things like Cinderella or Shakespeare. It's like, let's yeah. put it in space or on yeah. a boat. Those or are classics. Fish. But Sister Act.
1: No. And Jem. Leave Jem alone. Leave Jem alone. And did
0: you know that like, Sister Act is actually really hilarious. Wasn't she like a lounge singer yes. in Reno? Yes. Not even Vegas. Like, it was that's how like sad terrible. Was. As a kid, I couldn't even realize how funny that is. But she was a lounge singer in Reno.
1: You know what? <laughs> My favorite growing pain story is, I used to watch Sister Act when I was a little kid, and there's this one scene where they're eating cake, and she says, like, it's better than sex, and they all look at her, and she was like, from what I heard, I never got that until I reached, like, puberty, and then I was sitting in class one day, and I remembered it, and I was like, oh. Oh, Cake.
0: There you have it. That is our Minority Corner Rewind for the week. Just a couple of fact checks. I'd like to fact check myself and my pronunciation of Tanashi's name. I'm embarrassed of myself. I was not quite up to speed of how to pronounce our beloved Tanaji's name. I loves her. I love her. Especially I love her in the Britney Spears music video Slumber Party. Uh, She's lovely, wonderful. Sorry, Tanash which I like to call her. Also, Janet Jackson no longer married to that billionaire because he was an abusive shit. So love Janet is free doing her own thing. This other fact check actually comes from something I had mentioned from uh, a previous week's episode. The last week's Minority Corner Rewind where we talked about the Black Panthers and Ivan who was our tweet of the week um, a while back let me know that because you know I was going off you know I was I had my butt my finger on the button the cancel button and I was like let's cancel the name of the Hoover Dam because I thought it was after you know. Herbert, Herbert Hoover, who was heading up the FBI, like, fuck that guy. But it's actually named after J. Edgar Hoover, as Ivan reminded me. And I think I knew that, and then I forgot that. And then I was watching the Black Power mixtape, and they were just mentioning Hoover. And I've been seeing so many things about just... You watch enough media that comes up and talks about... Like, I knew what a, a terrible person, uh, FBI director Hoover was, and just all the abuses of power that he was doing and I think I was listening to a lot of that and so just thinking about the Hoover Dam I associated with him anyways fact check wrong Hoover but J. Edgar Hoover ain't no Prince either in the way that he handled the Great Depression so still got a side eye for you and button the finger still on the cancel button so there's that and also still no Sister Act on the horizon the Whoopi is maybe gonna be in Sister Act 3 we don't know Let's go to the tweet of the week. Here we go. So the tweet of the week. This one is a bit, I kind of just want to acknowledge a conversation that's been happening between myself and at J Langlois for, and they wrote at minority corner at mids at James Arthur M. I've been listening to the backlog and I am shook. And they were referencing an episode that we did that came out on November 9th, 2018, titled Minority Corner with Some Knowledge, Funnies, and Research. And I had no idea it was shaken uh, at Jay Langlois. And so I asked, and I was like, oh, over Janet, Idris, or just in general, I can't recall what it was fully about, but thanks for listening. And then they responded, you, James Arthur M., that's me, said something along the lines of, I think it's going to be a Biden-Harris ticket, Did did you know? And yeah, there was something about the time I, again, remember, I am a, a pragmatic, progressive Democrat with dreams. And I think there was something about when Stacey Abrams had lost, I could see that there was no path forward specifically for um, a black woman. And that at that time, I was like, oh, Joe Biden is going to even then this is before the primaries had started. And I definitely after the primaries had started, I was like, forget Joe Biden. I have other uh, my eyes set on other amazing candidates. But at that time, I was like, wow, I think the only ticket that would possibly be able to do it would be a Biden-Harris ticket, Um, and much for the same reasons that we're seeing of why that matchup is actually... Proving to do really well across the nation for different demographic that's able to appease a lot of different parts and build a very diverse coalition and diversity comes in very many different ways. It's able to pick up, you know, older people, younger people, conservatives, um, people of different races, sexualities, genders like it is. It's very broad appealing. So. I had a That's So Raven vision back then that just was something about that ticket. (laughs) I could see it. I could see the writing on the wall. So hopefully my vision, I had it for a reason. I'm hoping that I'm vibrating with my future self and it's telling me what the victory is. Also, I did have a dream not too long ago that we did win the election. The, The map looked very blue, but it came from a lot of blood, sweat and tears and a lot of work. Speaking of work... The census, if you haven't taken the census, time is ticking. The Agent Orange administration has rolled back. Uh, they were supposed to go all the way to October. I do believe it is ending at the end of this month. So make sure everyone you know has completed the census because it will be setting the page, the pace for the next 10 years, how districts um, are, are drawn, how money is allocated, how representatives are chosen for Congress or, or what state is getting what. So make sure you do that. And then let's kick it over to the review of the week. This one, this was over on Apple Podcasts. Remember, you can write a review for us. That helps people to find us. They wrote, uh, this is Grace E.H. Wrote, wonderful, important, and educational five stars. They wrote, I started listening to Minority Corner recently, and it has been really important to me. Thanks to MK and other resources and creators, I'm learning about history I never knew happen in realities of life in my country i love this podcast so much well this podcast loves you grace eh so thank you for writing that review love it thank you all for, for everybody who writes reviews you too can write a review it helps people to uh, find us and also it's just great to hear from y'all so you can do that or send a tweet um on twitter also, this is something that I will definitely be circling back to as I am still processing. I don't know if y'all have seen the documentary on Netflix called "The Social Dilemma." Woof! Uh, spoiler alert: social media and the internet and Google and all of these things—they, it is really the great—it's the greatest existential crisis that is facing. Not only this country, but the world, right out there with global warming. I highly recommend watching the documentary. It also inspired a audio book. There's a guy who wrote this book and I'm now reading his book. It is called, we're listening to the audio of it. It is called 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now by Oliver Wyman. He did a lot with VR as well. So yes, I will have my findings on that because I want us to be as healthy as possible. But um, it might take us all pumping the brakes on all of our social media usage, as I'm telling you to tweet at us. (laughs) It might take us taking a break from it, doing less or walking away from it until the Government can um, put in some regulations because it is the Wild West and it is incredibly really dangerous. If you've seen what's happened with the genocide in Myanmar, um even Pizzagate, like how the dangers of this unregulated system and the rates of suicide and depression that is going up, especially amongst young people. So I think it's one of those documentaries. I don't have all the answers, but I think as us as 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 uh, socially responsible human beings wanting to do good. That's everybody who's listening to this podcast. It behooves us to understand the world that we're living in. Um, and, and, and so I really recommend if you, I'm not saying, hey, you know, quit your social media right now, but at least, um, have some more education for yourself and watch this documentary. They do give really great tips at the very end of, um, what to do, like using Firefox instead of Google Chrome or using web browsers that are more protective of your data because uh, they're using our data, they're mining our data and using it against us and really, you know, puppeteering us. So spooky, but we're going to do this. We're in this together. We are going to survive. We are going to turn this beat around because that's what we do. So also last thing is if um, this Thursday Uh, If you're listening to this before Thursday, September 17th, you can still get your tickets to the premiere of the movie that I am in. Darcy Jolinger was here last week to talk about uh, the movie and there's still time to get your tickets to the drive-in premiere of Shit and Champagne happening September 17th at 7.30 PM at the Solano drive-in. It's going to be, it's going to be a really fun uh, event. So get your tickets and also, last thing, I want to give a special thank you to our new editor, Sarah Brown. Welcome to the family. It is so great to have you here. And also a big thank you to all of you, especially our Maximum Fun um Members, it's because of you that we were able to, after the Maximum fund Drive, it went so well that we're able to bring on this additional support and just more folks onto the Minority Corner team to be able to just keep the wheels of this bus going, especially in these crucial times. So thank you to all of you. And thank you to Sarah for for, for joining this. It's just incredibly helpful. I'm so grateful to have you here so i just want to publicly put that out there sarah we love you welcome to the team and and welcome thank you to the members as well to uh, be able to help sarah to be able to be here it's so great what a great family what a great community that we have here at minority corner so we'll be back on friday with a brand new episode sam jackson is going to be back We are going to be talking about the history of curfews and sundown towns along with the history and uh, uh, racism behind uh, black women's hair and how it's been treated in the new lands of the Americas since its inception. So that'll be lovely. Okay, I think that's it. And thank you all so much for listening to Minority Corner because together we're the majority. Love y'all. Have a great week. Be safe.
1: See you on Friday.